Well, they might be having a summit in a place called Helsinki today, but right now in the south, we're going to have our own southern summit called the Y'all Show. Welcome into the Monday edition of a whole new week with y'all. I'm John Rawls. Thank you for locking us in on your radio dial or downloading us if you're getting us through the iTunes podcast app. We encourage you to go there anytime and listen to our show, whether you hear portions of it and you may want to go back and hear the rest of the show or any of our past shows. It's y'all on iTunes podcast. Our number 803-816-1170. Text us anytime you feel like it with a question, comment, suggestion. We want to hear it. 803-816-1170. Hope you had a good weekend. I know mine was not that exciting, but I know yours was. So that's all that matters. It's all about y'all, remember? Today on the show, we're going to have in just a few minutes, Cash Moore, the czar, speaking of Russia, the czar of Cash's liquor stores and sports bars along the Emerald Coast of Florida, Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Crestview. If you've ever been on I-10 in the panhandle of Florida, you'll know Cash's because he's got billboards all over the place. Well, Cash himself will be our spotlight in the Y'all Street Business Report this hour. We'll learn more about his business and his unique billboards that are certainly memorable, one of which got a lot of attention about a year and a half ago after President Trump won the election. Cash came out with his own spin on Make America Great Again, and and it ruffled some feathers, and we're going to talk to him about that here in this hour of the Y'all Show. In hour two, we'll have a look at the SEC Media Days. That starts today in Atlanta at the College Football Hall of Fame. We'll talk about that. We'll give you an update on the St. Louis Cardinals as they had a coaching change over the weekend. And also, Jerry Short will be dropping by to share short stories, the teller of tales from Takapola Way in hour two of the Y'all Show. Yes, President Trump and President Putin getting together in Helsinki. And I think Putin was a little late to the appointment in Helsinki. So I don't know if they don't keep time correctly in Moscow. But Moscow, of course, has been a little behind because, of course, they were the home of the World Cup. And the country of Russia did a fantastic job. If you like soccer, that was going on. President Trump spent the weekend in Scotland. Prior to that, he was down around London where he was visiting with Prime Minister May, and he also met the Queen the other day. And the news media went bonkers over all the protesters that came out in London against President Trump and his visit to the UK last week. And they made a big deal out of this balloon. Do you know what I'm talking about? They had a Someone had a balloon of Trump in diapers, and they were going to raise it over a portion of London where everybody would see it. I'm thinking it's going to be like the size of the Hindenburg. This thing was no bigger than a small Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> it was a joke, and it got so much attention. I'd love to find out who made that baby Trump baby diaper blimp because a blimp, I, that's not even a good word to use, mini balloon we could call it because they sure got a lot of media attention for something that was really a disappointment. But the president is now... In, uh, on making his way back to America after today's summit with President Putin in Helsinki. Here on the Y'all Show, we don't focus on all that kind of stuff, but we do want to give you some news if it's of importance to all of us here in the South, as 
the president, uh, of course, oversees the last couple of days. And Barack Obama, did you see? He also has been out of the country. So both of our current president and our most recent president, to Trump, have been gone. Obama went back to Kenya, a place where he visited a few years ago, and he went to see his half-sister. She's got some kind of project that she's involved with, and he went over there to see her. So I guess we're still blessed by Jimmy Carter, and uh, George H.W. Bush is probably up in Maine right now. And, of course, we've got Bill Clinton. I'm sure those three former presidents and George W. Bush is around as well. But presidents leaving the country seems to be a thing. This is something that happened over the weekend in the Mississippi Delta. As Governor Phil Bryant went to Itabina just outside of Greenwood, Mississippi, where they honored the victims of the July 2017 crash that killed a bunch of Marines. You may remember this. 15 Marines and a U.S. Navy corpsman died during the crash on July 10th of 2017 in this rural part of Mississippi. The aircraft was flown by a New York-based Marine Reserve unit known by the call sign of Yankee 72. They've unveiled a, new, a memorial to the victims there in the Mississippi Delta, and a lot of people came out, hundreds of people came out over the weekend for that. I remember when that happened, I mean, that's a lot of people to die in a plane crash. And it should have been a lot bigger story, but because of all this nonsense going on with the media against Trump and stuff, this thing hardly got any attention last year when it happened. I only remember seeing one national reporter even go to the crash site, and that was a shame. That's an absolute shame for the families of these 16 service people who were killed last year, and they remembered them this past weekend with a memorial there in Mississippi. Alabama voters are going to go to the polls tomorrow in a primary runoff as former Congressman Bobby Bright is in a Republican runoff for the 2nd Congressional District against Martha Roby, the sitting U.S. congressman there in the Montgomery area. Also on the ballot in Alabama Tuesday, Attorney General Steve Marshall is facing former Attorney General Troy King in the Republican runoff for that seat. Polls close at 7 o'clock tomorrow night as Alabama has a runoff primary going on. Now, to speaking of politics in Texas, things are getting a little uncomfortable for Ted Cruz, the U.S. Senator from the Lone Star State. Democrats have been pouring money into his upcoming race that he's going to be have against El Paso Congressman Beto O'Rourke. In fact, Trump called it very bad for his re-election bid just over the weekend as it was announced that O'Rourke has had $10.4 million brought in to his campaign during the last three months. That's more than double Ted Cruz's $4.6 million he brought in. So a real fight, at least financially, going on in Texas as Ted Cruz tries to hold on to his seat against Congressman O'Rourke there in Texas. Nashville, if you like to fly out of the Nashville airport where you're helping things out as the airport there, Nashville International Airport set a record in the last fiscal year for 14.9 million passengers. This figure breaks last year's record by more than 1.3 million passengers, and it marks the fifth consecutive year the airport has set a passenger record. A lot of flights coming in and out of Metro Nashville, and I know they've got Southwest there. That's been a big plus, and Southwest has expanded flights across the south. I know they now have two flights daily to Charleston, South Carolina, and I think they've added some more. So a lot of people connected into the Nashville airport. They're just east of downtown Nashville, and 
they like many places seeing a boom but some places just it's been difficult with the airfare with the prices of airline tickets not being a cheap thing these days some people have tried to do what they had to to get to point a from point a to point b and that means getting behind the wheel of a car if need be on the other side of the state of tennessee in raleigh near memphis five people were shot while they played basketball near a community center in the memphis suburb of raleigh Police said that the shooting happened near the intersection of Powers Road and Pierrotti Park. Someone was going up for a rebound, and they just heard shots, one of the witnesses said. It looks like none of them are in too serious of condition, but my goodness, five victims playing basketball being shot. We wish all of them the best of luck on that one. New Orleans can keep $2 billion in FEMA grants approved to fix, fix sewers and water pipes damaged by Hurricane Katrina. The Department of Homeland Security audit last July said FEMA should take back the money, but now they're saying, you can keep it, New Orleans. Congressman Cedric Richmond announced that New Orleans could keep the money the other day. Mayor LaToya Cantrell said she's glad to have the matter resolved and looks forward to moving ahead quickly with the work on sewers and such. Of course, New Orleans is below sea level, so it takes extra money and extra effort to help out when you get to fixing sewers and water pipes in the Crescent City. In South Carolina, hey, if you're wanting to do a good service and you live in the Hilton Head area, well, they need your help as Hilton Head Island is introducing a new trolley service called The Breeze. And they need volunteers to serve as ambassadors on board the trolleys. They will greet passengers, answer their questions, and share tidbits about the area as tourists come into Hilton Head year-round. Volunteers are needed for a two-and-a-half-hour shift, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. during the first week of service in mid-July. And you can go help out the town of Hilton Head. If you're down there and you're lucky enough to live in Hilton Head, kudos. If you're bored, the town of Hilton Head would love to have you serve as a volunteer ambassador on their trolleys. Beautiful part of the South. If you haven't been to Hilton Head, check it out. Glad to see they're having trolleys now in the area because just like other parts of the South that have lots of tourists, this will help maybe cut down on some of the traffic. It's a lot of people end up going to the same places. So why have extra cars on the road when you can just jump on a trolley and go across Hilton Head or over to nearby Bluffton, South Carolina? Finally, on the y'all news blast for today, We've got another D-U-M-M dumb candidate, <laughs> okay? I don't even know if I should tell the person's name. Maybe I won't, but here's what said person did. Police in Fairfax County, Virginia, said a driver totaled a McLaren 720S luxury sports car just one day after it was purchased. You gotta be kidding me. This, this car cost over $300,000 and it was destroyed within a day of being purchased. Now, thankfully, the driver had non-life-threatening injuries, but it is a reminder to slow down. I don't have a report on the speed the driver was going when this car crashed just outside of Washington, D.C., but don't act like you're invincible. Just because you buy a $300,000 car does not mean you can you can go around any corner at any rate of speed you want to. And I, I'll be honest, I'm not a car person. 
I've never heard of McLaren cars, and I hope I'm saying that right. It may be McLaren. A McLaren 720S luxury sports car, $300,000 purchase, gone in one day. If the guy lives in D.C., he's probably got plenty of money. Remember, Washington, D.C. and the Virginia and Maryland suburbs is the richest part of America right now. That's the only metro area that I'm aware of that had an increase, big-time increase in wages and income over the last decade. Maybe we need to move the y'all show to D.C. Hey, speaking of D.C., it's the home of the All-Star Game tomorrow night on Fox. If you like baseball, Major League Baseball's All-Star Game tomorrow night. But there'll be somebody there, maybe in the crowd, still crying in his Coca-Cola over wrecking the $300,000 sports car. And it doesn't even give us sex. So I'm not really wanting to accuse this of being a guy. It could be a, a woman. And we're probably going to find out they were probably on a, on a smartphone texting, not paying attention. But luckily, they're not hurt. This happened in Fairfax County, Virginia. Car destroyed. We're going to go to a break now. And when we come back, we'll have our Y'all Street business report. If you're cruising down I-10 in a McLaren and you're in the panhandle of Florida, you can't help but notice Cash's billboards. This is an enterprise all over Destin, Fort Walton Beach. And you'll see Cash up on the billboard, usually with a funny saying, one of which we'll tell you about in the next segment caused a real stir and got churches upset with cash. <laughs> we'll tell you about that on the other side of the break. That and more as y'all continues on a Monday. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. There's never been a better time to try our Sprint Network. We have to find a way to tell everyone. Atlas is here to help. Because now we have our new Unlimited Plus plan. It has Hulu and all the TV and movies you love. Title Premium Music Streaming, 15 gigabytes mobile hotspot, and full HD. All on the network built for Unlimited at the best price. Exactly. We need to shout this deal from the rooftops. You got it. Atlas, I didn't mean literally. Sprint's new Unlimited Plus plan. Best deal ever. Switch to Sprint's Unlimited Plus plan for just $42 per line. But hurry, for a limited time, it's now $22 per line when you bring or buy your own phones. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com slash unlimited, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Price with $5 per month auto pay discount. One Hulu limited commercials plan per Sprint account. Features differ. Offer coverage not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Requires new line subject to credit. Third dollar activation fee speed. Maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. When you don't have a big marketing budget, you have to wait until the opportunity is just right. Well, consider this your opportunity alarm going off. Vistaprint semi-annual sale has arrived with up to 50% off site-wide, including custom postcards, signs, invitations, posters, and more. And with tons of business card options, like square cards, now's the time to get huge savings on them, too. Make the most of this opportunity. Go to vistaprint.com by July 24th. 
and enter the promo code SAVEBIG. It's Friday night, baby, get ready, set, go. Gonna take you to the crystal and a picture show. We're back on Y'all, the show all about the South with your host, John Rawl. And we love to feature our southern businesses on the Y'all show from Texas to the Eastern Shore to all the way up in Missouri and Maryland, but mostly here in the Deep South. If you're in the Deep South, that's where we we like to feature. And if you're a Southerner, you probably, especially if you live away from the East Coast, if you live in Tennessee, Missouri, Arkansas, Alabama, even a lot of Georgia, going to the beach often means going to Destin, Florida and the Panhandle of Florida. And I bet if you're like me and if you've ever taken a vacation to Destin or Fort Walton Beach, Florida, you've seen billboards for a place called Caches and you've wondered what in the world is Caches. Well, guess what? Here on the Y'all Street Business Report this week, we've got Cash himself, Mr. Cashmore, the CEO, owner, and every other title, I guess, at Caches. Welcome into Y'all, sir. I'm happy to be here. All right. So explain to people what exactly Caches is in case they haven't been to Destin in a long time or if they've never been to that area. Well, it started back in 1965 when I was a junior at Auburn University. I had started lifeguarding on the beach there in Fort Walton when I was about 13 years old. And there was a little tiny beer joint across the street. Mm-hmm. and they sold draft beer for 25 cents and they had three different kinds of sandwiches and uh, lo and behold I was I'd been in the army a couple times I wasn't what you'd call a real good student so it became available one summer and I, I borrowed the $5,000 and I bought the business. So from there, I would, I didn't go to school during the spring and summer. I'd go in the fall and the winter up at Auburn. Oh, okay. And the spring and the summer, I'd run this bar, which was extremely, we, we could hold about 40 people. And we sold draft beer for a quarter. And we made sandwiches in there on a little oven that we sold for a dollar. So that's where I actually got my start. And uh, I've been very, very blessed. And I guess kind of now we got like uh, 17 liquor stores, 12 sport bars, a nightclub, and a restaurant. And all of it's in the Fort Walton-Destin area, is that right? It's all within 60 miles of Fort Walton. Wow. We're like, uh, we're out in, uh, you know, out in Destin. We're over in Freeport. We're up in Defuniac. We're in Crestview. We're over in Blue Water Bay. We're over in Navarre, where you come in mm-hmm. from, from Pensacola. 
We're in Mary Esther. We're on Okaloosa Island, where the original one was. Wow. And I guess guess we employ about over 200 people now. Amazing. A great success story. And tell me what the name of your sports bars are. What are they called? They're all called Cassius. Everything I got is called Cassius. Well, you got a great first name. And, you know, naturally a lot of people think, well, I bet your parents were big Johnny Cash fans. Well, it sounds like you were actually born before John R. Cash hit the records. Well, actually, I, I, uh, I got the name when I was at Auburn. I managed a, a men's clothing store. Oh, did you? Okay. And back in those days, you know, the football, I'm referring to Auburn University now. War Eagle. Yes, sir. It's okay. You, back, can, you can let it go if you need to. Back in those days, they didn't really pay the players. Like if you were a freshman, you got a couple of free tickets. If you were a sophomore, you may have got four. Mm-hmm. And if you were outstanding, you might have got, say, six. Well, these guys didn't have the opportunity to sell these tickets because they practiced on Friday and the game was Saturday. And there were several boys from Niceville and Fort Walton that played at Auburn when I was there. So what I got doing, I got handling their tickets for them. So I'd get to keep 25% of whatever the tickets sold for. Oh. So the nickname was you had to go down to that men's clothing store, Parker's, but you had to have cash. Didn't take a check or anything and ask for a guy down there named Cash and he'd get you your tickets. So that escalated, and I was usually selling about 25 players' tickets every weekend. And the biggest, biggest weekend I ever had was 1965 when the Florida Gators come to Auburn. They were undefeated, and we were undefeated. Their quarterback was a guy named Steve Spurrier. Ah, yeah, I've heard of him. Well, we sold our tickets. I sold every ticket I had. Auburn didn't hold but 57,000 people at that time. We hold about 98,000 now. I sold every pair of tickets I had that weekend for $300 a pair in 1965. <laughs> And that was unheard of, but everybody, it was two undefeated teams. We had a guy named Tucker Fredrickson that played with fullback for Auburn, and Steve Spurrier was a quarterback at Florida. That was a very, very exciting weekend. We're visiting with Cash Moore, the owner of Cash's. If you've ever been to Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida, you can't help but notice his various enterprises along the Emerald Coast, but also you can't help but notice the billboards for caches that are all over that part of Florida as well as some in lower Alabama, if I'm not mistaken. Now, you got to correct me. Do you consider, I know you're an Auburn man, so you probably have some affinity to the Yellowhammer State anyway, but do you consider Destin lower Alabama? Well, <laughs> uh, really and truthfully, uh, you know, we're not but 20 miles or so from the Alabama line. Uh-huh. And it goes that way all the way across till you hit Georgia. Uh, 
the only thing that we really have in this area is we have a mutual friend of everybody that hates Alabama. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I I promise you we uh, we don't have any use for them. Right. Well, we mentioned the billboards, and let's go ahead and get into it. You you get a lot of attention with these billboards. It sounds like you had a chance when you got started getting in the billboard business, and I'm going to get to the one that got you some attention about two years ago, but this one struck me the last time I was in the area. You've got a, a great picture of you and your daughter who's named Cashin, and the billboard is gigantic. You can't help but notice. I'm sure you had more than one out there, but it's a picture of you and your daughter Cashin together, and it's gigantic letters, Auburn graduate, now help me find her a husband and my credit card back. <laughs> that, well, it, that's it, classic. It didn't, it, it didn't work. Oh, it didn't. No, we. I uh, I got two grandchildren, a four and a half year old and a two and a half year old boy named Cash, and I'll be damned I have not got the credit card back yet. Okay, well, did she find a husband? Well, she's uh, she's been engaged now for quite a while. Okay, but they haven't gotten married yet. Okay, so that billboard, do you, you still have that billboard up? No, we just we just re between her fiance and her, it was time I took it down. Okay. And she works she works in the office right next to me, <laughs> and now she sort of runs about seventy percent or more of the company. Really. And uh, so we replaced it with one that created more controversy than ever. Okay, is that the one that was inspired by, I guess, our current president of the United States? Well, <laughs> a little bit. It's uh, it's got a picture of me on it, and it's got uh, a giant billboard that says, uh, "Getting people laid and happy since 1965." Yeah, it's got huge letters, caches, getting America laid and happy since 1965, and some people didn't like that billboard there in your area. Well. We had, naturally, we had some uh, churches that it didn't approve of it. And that billboard, I, I think I had about six or seven interviews in my office from TV stations all the way from over to Mobile to Dothan, Alabama to Montgomery. You know, everywhere is about that. Mm. And they, they contacted the local state, you know, about, could they do something about that billboard? One of our local county commissioners, which is real exciting. <laughs> and uh, he was informed it's on private property. And they can't do nothing about that. And I was interviewed several times. And, of course, my answer was they were worried about the kids. And that's a farming community up there. And I think by now they know where those hogs and those cows and stuff come from. But if they don't, all these kids listening to their iPads and their radios and stuff, I, I didn't think that was out of line, but that was my own personal opinion. Yes, sir. Well, it certainly got you some attention. And 
I won't say it was a duplicate of the Trump campaign signs, but it uh, was certainly inspired, you could say, with some of the graphics and stuff. But, hey, you're from Trump country. If you know anything about Florida in the 2016 presidential election, that panhandle was solid red. And if not for the panhandle, Florida would have definitely gone blue and we would probably have a different president in the White House. So I'm sure not too many of the people that backed the president had too big of a problem with, with your billboard. No, not. In fact, now I've got about, and, and these billboards I have over the years, I own the property where they're at. Oh, you do? Okay. Yes. So I, I basically, I change them every few years. And a lot of times I, I put how many miles it is to Auburn on them, you know, and stuff <laughs> like that. And that's but, kind of a unusual thing because some of your billboards, you really are now on the way to Auburn when you see the billboard. You're kind of maybe going east and west and not north and south. So that stands out. But you're 100% right. We are we are Trump, com Trump country here. <laughs> We're a very, very heavy military. Yes, sir. And, and, of course, he is, you know, he's for our military and, I'm not going to say anything about the past politicians, but we are very, very, very heavy Trump area here. Well, how has the President Trump and his policies helped you as a business person in the last year and a half? Well, as of, uh, let me see if I got this date. I think it's as of October 1st or the first of the year, I forget. We go from about a 36% tax Corporate tax down to twenty one percent. More, and of course, more billboards course, coming, huh? Is that what you're saying? You're oh my goodness! I, <laughs> you know, when you think about that, we employ over two hundred people, right? And uh, the only negative thing that I know of that is so bad right now, and actually, all my employees don't have it because a lot of them are retired military, but is Obamacare, and I hope it's out the window pretty soon too. Yes, sir. We're visiting with Cash Moore, the owner of Cash's Liquor Stores, Sports Bars, and more on the Emerald Coast of Florida. We're going to go to a break here on the show. I'm going to come up with some billboard ideas through the break, and I'm sure he could care less. But we'll come right back and talk more billboards. We'll talk some more Auburn Tigers. Yes, it's SEC Media Days this week in Atlanta, Georgia. We've got that and a whole lot more with Cash Moore on the other side of the break. We'll be right back on y'all. Just hear an engine. We hear a 6.2 liter Hemi V8 with a supercharger that accelerates so fast, it'll suck the air out of your lungs and knock you back in your seat like you're an astronaut in a rocket ship hurtling through the stratosphere. But then again, we're not most people. We're the Brotherhood of Muscle. Dodge. Domestic, not domesticated. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. 
Moving expenses? There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Geico presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. An overflowing toilet can wreak havoc on your home. So today, I'll show you how to avoid a flood by installing the toilet in your bathtub. All you need is a plumber's wrench and a hose clamp. This easy modification not only stops flooding, it also cuts down on morning prep time. You could try to protect your home with a tub toilet, or you could get covered for personal property damage through the Geico Insurance Agency. Call Geico and see how affordable homeowners insurance can be. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. And we're back here on Y'all with John Rawl. Our number, 803-816-1170. That's how you can reach us here anytime with a question, comment. That's a number you can call or text. We welcome your text, 803-816-1170. This is the Y'all Street Business Report, and we've got Cash Moore on the program right now, the owner of Cash's in Fort Walton Beach, Destin, Florida. In the next hour, we'll have Jerry Short stopping by with short stories. We've got an update on SEC Media Days taking place right now in Atlanta this week. So we've got all that in hour two. But right now, wrapping up this hour with more of the Yall Street Business Report with Cash. And Cash, you are you the one that comes up with your billboard ideas, or do you have help? No, I I believe I... Uh, I was much. I was not much of a scholar at all, but I promise you. But I, I don't have any problems with these billboards. <laughs> I, uh, uh, as long as they don't post the grades I made in school, I'm okay. Now, again, most of your billboards, are, you know, you're promoting your business, but you don't mind promoting your alma mater, Auburn University, from time to time too. Now, there are a lot of people from a school called the University of Alabama that also vacation in the Destin area. How have you managed through the years to not alienate Alabama fans, or do you not want Alabama fans' money at all? We have signs up (laughs) in every one of my liquor stores, big signs, that we do accept Bama money. Okay. (laughs) And I have... The biggest, my original little bar on the beach in 1966 held 40 people. And Easter weekend in 1966, 
I had Joe Namath and Tucker Fredrickson tending bar there. And I had over 400 people pay cover charge, a dollar a piece to get in. So I have some Alabama ties. You know, I, I played junior college ball with some, the way I met Joe Namath, I played junior college ball with a boy named Ray Abruzzi mm -hmm. from Philadelphia. And then when Ray went to Alabama and I went to Auburn, which I did not play at Auburn, I used to go up to Alabama and visit and stay with Joe and Ray. And of course, they both live down in South Florida now. In fact, Joe lives just a few miles from Tucker. And if, unfortunately, Ray, Ray passed away a couple of years ago. Yes. Sir. But uh, I still... I still know a lot of old Alabama people and uh, definitely know every human being in Auburn. Yes, sir. Well, I had a, I had a bar and a restaurant in Auburn for 12 years with my partner, Bob Tucci. And so naturally I know every, everybody in Auburn from playing golf up there. And I stayed up there a lot. Well, I've come to Destin many times from the north, which is also the way you've got to go to get to Auburn. And I, I don't know if you have any connections in politics or what, but it always has been a little bit of a challenge for people to get to Destin if they're coming from the north. Any way that's ever going to change? Well, they've, they've got, when you come down through a little town called Andalusia. Yes, sir. And you hit down there, the Crestview. Mm-hmm. And then when you get on the road, they've got a they got a new bypass they built, and it goes around Niceville to the left. Okay. And you come out down there at the Mid Bay Bridge and dumps you in the nice uh, into Destin area, which is they just built that a year or two ago. Of course, they I think they charge you three dollars to use it, mm -hmm. and then of course it's another four dollars to cross that bridge. And but it's a lot better than going to Fort Walton because when you go from Fort Walton to Destin, it's bumper to bumper. The people that live there and come back and forth and work in Fort Walton. Yes, sir. Well, I was gonna I was gonna ask you that question. What is it like to be a, a native, a person that lives there year round, here in July and and then back in June with all the traffic? Are, are there shortcuts that you know about that the regular people don't know? Well, the regular people know about the back roads in Destin that you get on and it'll pop you out at the bridge. Okay. You know, when you go across the bridge coming from Fort Walton, you take a left, you can take that back road all the way down to Destin Commons. You know, it's awesome. But then again, all the locals know it because it's pretty busy too. Mm -hmm. But we've got a lot of construction going on down here right now. And by next year, it should be a lot better. And I live in Destin, and so I have to drive back and forth for Walton every day. But I don't usually go into work until about 10 o'clock, and I don't come home until after 7 at night. Yes, and it's a, a lot better then. Oh, okay. Well, of course, Destin and Fort Walton, great place to go year-round. And, and I guess that's one thing I want to ask you about. People who may want to go down there that are a little scared of the traffic, this is a great place to visit in the off months. I've been on vacation in Destin in October before. It was wonderful. I've been there in the early spring, a great, great setting for families to go down there. And of course, no matter where you are in the area, you'll find the caches nearby. I've got to ask, what what is your top selling product there at caches? Well, 
Uh, and is it different at your place versus if you were somewhere else in the world? Is there something? No, I, I would, you know, naturally the number one selling spirits are Bacardi and Smirnoff. Okay. But actually years ago, they come out with a new, it really wasn't a new thing. It was called Dr. McGillis. Okay. They changed the name of it to Fireball. And now that Fireball has just taken off. It's one of the hottest selling things in all my locations. Uh, I like a good alcoholic drink from time to time, but I don't drink liquor, but I'm scared to drink beer if I'm going to be out like in, in the sun, like at the beach for a long time. So do people drink more liquor than beer when they go to the beach? No, really? <laughs> not at all. <laughs> okay. they, they may they may have some frozen drinks, but that beer is the number one choice. And okay. we have, I would consider our number one tourist attraction right here in Destin at the Destin Bridge. It's called Crab Island. Okay. And there might be 500 to 700 boats out there every weekend. And you can actually walk around. And there's several locations out there that sell drinks and sandwiches. But it is a really, really, really popular hangout. You cross over the Destin Bridge, you're liable to see 500 boats there. My goodness. Well, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, uh, boats and, and all that area, good, good for drinking and having a good time as well. When you are out and you're looking to get away yourself, you probably don't go to the beach. So where does a guy from Destin, Florida, go on vacation? Well, I'm I'm a I'm a skier, so I go to Aspen, Colorado. Oh, okay. And and Cashin, your daughter doesn't mind going snow skiing too. She, she skis better than me. And last year is the first year we took the two grandkids, and they're both skiing. Oh wow, that's great. Well, I, I wasn't sure if. People down there generally go to the mountains of some type, whether it be out west or to the Smoky Mountains or somewhere like that. Uh, a lot of us are envious of people like you that get to live in a place like Destin. But Destin also can be probably a little boring, especially in January and February. It's a little chilly, I promise you. <laughs> a little chilly down there as well. What are, what are the hot new things this summer going on in Destin? If, if you haven't been down there in a year or two, what, what is the hot item in Destin, Florida right now? Well, I, I would have to mention tourist attraction would be this Crab Island at okay. the bridge there in Destin. It's, it's unbelievable. I go there a lot myself. Okay. And that's a family-friendly place? Well, I would say it's more of a young adult place okay you know although we take it take the grandkids there because hell they can walk in the water where most of us at it's not but you know two three feet deep mm -hmm. but you'll see every human being you know there on the weekends <laughs> and speaking of knowing people of course most of your billboards have a picture of you on them and you're kind of a local celebrity your name is all over your businesses are all over so what is a, a good funny story or two about people finding out who you are when you're out in Destin? Well, I, I, I'm always got a tongue in cheek, you know, uh -huh. but I think, uh, you know, my daughter, my daughter's 29 now. She was raised in the business. She graduated from Auburn. She graduated from Auburn in three and a half years. She got her brains from her mother. Oh, really? Okay. 
but uh, she uh, she was raised here. She knows everybody in that age area. Of course, the biggest event we had this year, everybody got in their boats and went over to Pensacola for the Blue Angel show over there. They said they had 5,000 boats out there in the water watching it. Mm. Oh, yeah, there's some kind of fishing radio in the Destin area. When is that? Oh, there's there's several of okay. them, and they're they're real big rodeos. Okay, and uh, it's uh, it's it's pretty good to go down there at a place called AJ's on the harbor uh -huh. and, and watch those boats come in and weigh in. It's it's pretty exciting. It really is. All right, we're wrapping up our interview today with Cash Moore, the owner of Cash's along the Emerald Coast of Florida. Go check out any of his properties. He's got liquor stores, lots of sports bars as well, and billboards all over the place. And you do have some, if I'm not mistaken, the last time I checked, you do have some in Alabama, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So even in a place like Beta, Alabama, you can find, I think, a Cash's billboard not far from there as he's uh, taking it. We need to get you some Cash's billboards like in Alaska and New York City and all that. How does that sound? I don't think I can afford the property up there to put a billboard. I really don't. <laughs> well, how about the Auburn Tigers? This is SEC Media Days this week. Your alma mater uh, had a chance to win the SEC last year but lost in the game to Georgia. But overall, not a bad year. How is the Tigers, what is your prediction for them in 2018? Well, let me, let me, we did lose to Georgia, but you know, we, we did beat Georgia yes, also. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And big, we, big time beat them. And we beat that other school up there at Tuscaloosa too. Yes, sir. But it's a little tough to beat some team back to back. And unfortunately we ran out of gas with Georgia the second time. Yes. But sir. Uh, we anticipate having, a, from what I hear from my friends, a tremendous defense and of course we got the same quarterback back and he he does a hell of a job so we're 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 happy about it i know i got my tickets and i look forward to going you try to go to most all the home games i go to all the home games and then that? i usually i'd go over to lsu or i'd go up to tuscaloosa just for meanness you know <laughs> Well, that's great. And one of the great things, if you go to the Destin area on vacation, it, it is kind of like an SEC party because so many people come to Destin from all over the South. You truly get a mixture of all teams when you're on the Emerald Coast and a lot of Auburn Tiger fans and Cash, you're right there amongst them. So we wish you and the Tigers the best in 2018. And we wish you and your Cashes all the best, all the employees you have and all that's going on this summer and hopefully the summer will continue to be productive for you and and the weather will be good and and everybody will just have a a good time and having good spirits with caches well i'd like you you see you come down here occasionally yes sir i would love to meet you and i'm at an office there in fort walton five days a week so please look me up i look forward to meeting you cash more of caches thank you sir it has been my pleasure and a pleasure talking to you. All right. Well, that concludes hour one of today's Y'all Show. Hang on. We'll be right back with hour two. We're going to be talking SEC Media Days. We're going to give you an update on a young man from the state of Georgia who decided to play college football at Cal, but now he's coming back to play for the Dogs. We'll tell you who that is and an update on Major League Baseball. It's the All-Star break now. We've got a report, including a firing in St. Louis. 
That's coming up in hour two of today's Y'all Show with John Rawl. Geico presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. Lightning can spark a fire in seconds. So today, I'll show you how to protect your belongings by covering them in a fireproof blanket fort. All you need is a hammer, nails, and 700 fireproof blankets. Upon completion, you'll notice your apartment isn't just fireproof, it's also extremely cozy. You could try to protect your valuables with a fireproof blanket fort, or you could get covered for personal property damage through the Geico Insurance Agency. Go to geico.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. There's never been a better time to try our Sprint network. We have to find a way to tell everyone. Atlas is here to help. Because now we have our new Unlimited Plus plan. It has Hulu and all the TV and movies you love, title premium music streaming, 15 gigabytes mobile hotspot, and full HD. All on the network built for Unlimited at the best price. Exactly. We need to shout this deal from the rooftops. You got it. Atlas, I didn't mean literally. Sprint's new Unlimited Plus plan. Best deal ever. Switch to Sprint's Unlimited Plus plan for just $42 per line. But hurry, for a limited time, it's now $22 per line when you bring or buy your own phones. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com slash unlimited, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Price with $5 per month auto pay discount. One Hulu limited commercials plan per Sprint account. Features differ. Offer coverage not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Requires new line subject to credit and third dollar activation fee speed. Maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. We are back for hour two of the Monday, y'all. How y'all doing? I'm John Rawl, and 803-816-1170 is how you can text us anytime, whether you're getting this show right now on the radio on one of our great affiliates across the Southeast, or if you're catching us in iTunes through the iTunes free download, 803-816-1170. We, we need to hear from you. We need to know we got, you know, this is like school where you get a progress report. We, we want to we wanna know how we're doing. What do we need to improve on? What have we done terrible that you don't like? Suggestions. Anything you got. Ideas for interviews. We want to hear it. We are the show for y'all, by y'all, and about y'all. We are y'all. Coming up a little later this hour, Jerry Short, the teller of tales from Takapola. He's going to be by with his normal dose of great short stories is what we call it and i'm sure jerry's got something to say about the southeastern conferences like myself he and i both have gone to the sec media days through the years and we'll talk to him about that when we get him on here in just a few and 
also other great stories from the Southland that he may have. And I'm going to give you a reminder of the SEC Media Day schedule in just a second, but some news first on this y'all show from the ACC to start this hour as the University of Louisville's football stadium has been known as Papa John's Cardinal Stadium for many years as Papa John's Pizza has been a title sponsor of that. Well, the president announced Friday that the school will strip Papa John's name from its stadium and will go by the name Cardinal Stadium. This is after John Schnatter, the pizza chain founder, admitted earlier in, in the week of last week that he used the N-word during an internal conference call. And now, as you could probably expect, everybody loses their mind if someone says the N-word and it gets out of control. Schneider was using the word in a conference about racial issues. Probably should have been careful, a little bit more careful with his words. But my God, when you can't even use a word when you're training, and I don't have the audio tape, so I don't know exactly the context, but he's, he's lost his mind as a result of this. And, and resigned, uh, I believe, a board position for Papa John's. And, and now everybody else is piling on. I just It's just the latest example of the absolute meltdown that happens when people say a word that, frankly, is used all the time in media and, and used. I was pumping gas not long ago with my young son in the car, and somebody pulled up. And you, I heard that word 20 times in about two minutes, blaring from speakers. Okay, so that's okay, but this guy, and I'm blaming some of this on himself because I don't think he should have fell on the sword. I think he should have stood up. He should have put a little trump in him and said, I was wrong, but I'm not going to resign. This is a teachable moment. Anyway, Louisville gets the name Papa John's off their stadium. Despite all of the money that the company has put in to the University of Louisville program. Okay, recruiting news. A young man from Savannah Christian went to Cal to play football, and now Demetrius Robertson is planning to transfer back to his native Georgia, and he wants to play for the Dogs. He put a YouTube video out Saturday and says that he's announcing that his transfer is going to happen. He's leaving Cal due to personal matters. He had seven catches for 70 yards and two runs for 40 yards and a touchdown in two games last year before he had a Lower body injury ending his year for the Golden Bears. But he looks to come back to Georgia and be a transfer for the Dogs. The, the goods just keep getting better for Kirby Smart's program. All right, speaking of the SEC, Kirby Smart and the Dogs, the defending SEC champs, will be at the mic tomorrow when they have their chance at SEC Media Days in the morning. Today, it all got started with Greg Sankey, commissioner of the SEC at the podium, alongside officials from Texas A&M, Kentucky, and LSU. Those were the programs in the spotlight today. Besides Georgia on Tuesday, you're going to have Ole Miss, Arkansas, and Florida being spotlighted, and they'll have coaches and players for these programs at the College Football Hall of Fame in Atlanta for the 2018 SEC Football Media Days. On Wednesday, it's Mississippi State, the Tennessee Vols, Alabama, and Mizzou all getting the spotlight in Atlanta. And finally, the last day of the football media days for the Southeastern Conference features Auburn, Vanderbilt, and the South Carolina Gamecocks. On Wednesday and Thursday of this week, the Atlantic Coast Conference is having its media days in Charlotte, 
and the conference there will be splitting their divisions into one day Atlantic and the next day Coastal. And we'll have a report on the ACC later this, this week. In fact, on Wednesday, the day the ACC Media Days event begins, we're going to have David Hale stop by the Y'all Show. David Hale is ESPN.com's ACC beat writer. And he's going to come on and let us know the latest from Charlotte and get his perspective on what's going to happen in the ACC in 2018. Remember, the SEC and ACC, I would say, arguably the two best conferences in college football. And most would say the SEC is, is the premier conference in the, in the country. The ACC, though, has really been the only conference that's legitimately been nipping at the SEC heels with, with titles for Florida State and also Clemson in recent years. So ACC is something we're proud to spotlight here on y'all each Wednesday, and we'll have a report from David Hale of ESPN.com on Wednesday during our ACC report. It's NFL time. Believe it or not, there's one team already in camp, the Baltimore Ravens. Chicago Bears are getting going this week. The first preseason game of the year will be August 2nd between the Ravens and the Bears. And if you're a team, if you're a Southerner with a team in the South in the National Football League, most all of your NFL teams start practicing, not this week, but next week. Most teams have their rookies come in a few days in advance, but next week's when the heat really gets turned on and they really start practicing big time as they'll have preseason games throughout the month of August leading into the first week of football for the NFL will be that second Sunday in September. Can't wait for that. And as we told you, the Bears and the Ravens are going to get things going with the first preseason NFL game of 2018. Well, that will be in Canton, Ohio, where they always have the Pro Football Hall of Fame enshrinement ceremony there in Northeast Ohio. Fun weekend. If you love uh, if you love football, college or NFL, it's, it's good to go there and visit. I haven't had that chance yet, but one day I hope to go to Canton anytime, but would be really neat if you could go there right at the start of this weekend where these teams come in and play. One of the inductees of this year's Hall of Fame class is Terrell Owens, the former UT Chattanooga mock, and of course played for many teams in the NFL. T.O. is not going to go to the induction into the NFL Hall of Fame this year. He's pitching a hissy fit. I don't really know the reason for this, but it's really kind of ridiculous. And, and so now he's catching heat from former well, former players, but also legends of sports. And we're not talking football here. The great Charles Barkley, the pride of Leeds, Alabama, Auburn Tiger, Philadelphia 76er, and of course, Phoenix Suns. I think that's pretty much his career. Forgive me, Sir Charles, for not knowing all of your bio. Charles Barkley has weighed in on Terrell Owens not going to Canton for the Hall of Fame enshrinement ceremony. He said, I think Terrell is selfish. He's doing the wrong thing. He should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer, but those other guys, Chris Carter, who waited longer, I mean, listen, once you're in the Hall of Fame, you're in the Hall of Fame. So that's why T.O.'s not happy. He, he's mad that other players who played in the same time period got in the Hall of Fame before he did. But as Charles says, Sir Charles, excuse me, it doesn't matter. You're in the Hall of Fame. Do you know how many great NFL players and pro football players never get a chance at being in the Hall of Fame? And here's this guy being a big baby. Now, as a fan of the Southern Conference, the SOCON, 
I am happy that Terrell Owens is going to have his own Hall of Fame ceremony, but it's actually going to be at his alma mater where he played for the Mocs. He's going to have his own Hall of Fame ceremony. I don't have the date on this, but he plans to hold it at the University of Tennessee Chattanooga. So that's kind of neat. He'll get a gold jacket, and he'll get to go wear that gold jacket where the Navy and gold play right there in the shadows of Lookout Mountain. So that is a, a positive spin that Terrell Owens is willing to take the acceptance of, of the honor, but he is not going to go to the Hall of Fame ceremonies on August 4th is when that is. That game, by the way, is scheduled for August 2nd between the Bears and the Ravens. Moving over to Major League Baseball. They're now on an official break. It's the All-Star break. The All-Star game is tomorrow night at Nationals Park in Washington, D.C. 7.30 first pitch, I think, is the time for that. The big news from this past weekend is they concluded the games leading up to the All-Star break. All-Star break. The St. Louis Cardinals fired manager Mike Matheny and went to bench coach Mike Schilt to serve as the interim coach of the Redbirds. And the Cardinals haven't been that awful this year, but their problem is they're in the same division as the Cubs and Brewers, and those two teams are really having a spectacular season and are really going at it to try to be the winners of the NL Central in 2018. And the, unfortunately for St. Louis, there's just no room at the end right now, it looks like, and they make a coaching change midway through the season. The Cardinals have a 48-46 and 46 record at the All-Star break, but they're seven games behind division-leading Chicago as the Cubbies have a two-game lead over the Brew Crew in the National League Central. Braves got a win Sunday. They were lucky to get that as they were just about to be swept by the Arizona Diamondbacks. The Braves and the Phillies are atop the NL East with the Phillies with a slight half-game lead over the Tomahawkers going into the All-Star break. Dodgers and Diamondbacks are right there on top of the NL West on the AL East side of things. I got a chance to see the Yankees play the Indians this past weekend. Hope you might have seen that. It was the national game on Fox Saturday night. Red Sox have a four-and-a-half game lead over the Bronx Bombers at the All-Star break. In the AL Central, those Cleveland Indians that I just mentioned, they have a seven-and-a-half game lead over the Twinkies at the All-Star break. And in the AL East, the Houston Astros with a five-game lead. Houston has a record right now, 64-35 and 35 in the AL East with that five-game lead over the Mariners in the American League East, uh, American League West division, rather. So we're at all-star break time, and you'll get to see some of the home run derbies and the other things that go on with a all-star game. The all-star game, of course, not quite as big as it was 50, 60, 70 years ago, but still something that many of you relate to your childhood and the, the fun that America's pastime provides, and it is the summer. These are the boys of summer, and they're having their chance to have the All-Star Game in our nation's capital. That is a great thing. I was not a fan of the Montreal Expos going down, closing and being sold and, and killing that franchise because the Expos were a very good team, uh, at least above average team for a lot of their existence. But D.C. wanted a baseball team. They built this wonderful place right there along the Potomac. And national fans, they've got a lot of them. In fact, the Supreme Court Justice nominee, Brett Kavanaugh, huge Nationals fan, so much so. Did you see where he got into 
I think, debt issues because of the prices that he was paying for Nationals tickets. Maybe being a Supreme Court justice gives you a perk of going to Nats games free of charge. Now, that would be a really big perk if you're Justice Kavanaugh, assuming he gets selected by the Senate in a few months. Well, the Y'all Show will take a break here on the Monday edition, and when we come back from this timeout, Jerry Short's going to join us. We're going to talk sports some more with Jerry, get his perspective on this SEC Media Days going on this week, this time in Atlanta. Jerry and I both have covered this event in years past, and I want to tap into his mind about what he remembers from his time covering this annual event, the unofficial start to college football season when these conferences have their media days. So we'll talk about that and much, much more, as we always do with Jerry. That's coming up next on the Y'all Show with John Rawls. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. There's never been a better time to try our Sprint network. We have to find a way to tell everyone. Atlas is here to help. Because now we have our new Unlimited Plus plan. It has Hulu and all the TV and movies you love, title premium music streaming, 15 gigabytes mobile hotspot, and full HD. All on the network built for Unlimited at the best price. Exactly. We need to shout this deal from the rooftops. You got it. Atlas, I didn't mean literally. Sprint's new Unlimited Plus plan. Best deal ever. Switch to Sprint's Unlimited Plus plan for just $42 per line. But hurry, for a limited time, it's now $22 per line when you bring or buy your own phones. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com slash unlimited, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Price with $5 per month auto pay discount. One Hulu limited commercials plan per Sprint account. Features differ. Offer coverage not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Requires new line subject to credit and third dollar activation fee speed. Maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. When you don't have a big marketing budget, you have to wait until the opportunity is just right. Well, consider this your opportunity alarm going off. Vistaprint semi-annual sale has arrived with up to 50% off site-wide, including custom postcards, signs, invitations, posters, and more. And with tons of business card options, like square cards, now's the time to get huge savings on them, too. Make the most of this opportunity. Go to vistaprint.com by July 24th and enter the promo code SAVEBIG. The Y'all Show on a Monday afternoon. Hello, welcome back to the show all about the South with your host, John Rawl. 
And on y'all, we love to talk about college football. We love to talk about dogs. <laughs> and I guess if you're a Georgia Bulldog or a Mississippi State fan, then we got you covered because we talk football and dogs when we talk about you. But no, we're going to talk about both now with our teller of tales from Takapola, Jerry Short. It's time for short stories. And we're going to start out today talking with Jerry about something that he and I have both done. We've both covered the SEC Football Media Days historically in Birmingham at the Winfrey Hotel there at the Summit just outside of downtown Birmingham. And I know I've been down there with him in the past, but this year he and I are both not going. The SEC Football Media Days, as we told you about previously, in Atlanta this afternoon, Kentucky and LSU at the mic as it's their day along with Texas A&M at SEC Football Media Days. But Jerry, hope you're doing well and sorry you're not getting a chance to go to SEC Football Media Days this year. Well, it's been a few years since I've been. But uh, <clears throat> let's say my first one, I think, was 89, maybe. Okay. And uh, I heard you say Winfrey. And back then, we had it at the Holiday Inn downtown Birmingham. And uh, had it next to the SEC uh, offices. And it wasn't very many people that went. I, it couldn't have been 75 or 100 people there in 89 and what they tried to do back then john was kind of mix the media up with uh, the coaching staffs and uh and maybe the sid sports information director from uh each university it would bring the coach so um we would do that and uh I, you know that's back when you had gosh dog Coaches like Johnny Majors, remember him from Tennessee? And yes, sir. Ray Goff, and let's see, Coach Brewer, of course. My goodness, I got—I didn't think about forgetting him. And um, Rocky Felker, that's one. Bet that's a name that slips a lot of people in Mississippi State. Oh, how about Curly Hallman? Curly Hallman, he was a good one. I <laughs> talked with Curly a lot, and he was at Southern before he went to LSU, and then he was at LSU. I ate with him. They would have us mixed up and we would eat. I, I, didn't, I didn't partake that much in goth. And so, uh, but uh, the one one of the days they would get a flight together and you could goth with uh, a coach. So can you imagine doing that today with 1,500 or however many people they're going to have at that well, meeting? Well, the last time I went, they still had some kind of golf tournament, but I don't think any coaches went to it. I don't really you know. Probably had to have it win a lottery if you if you uh, did it because the guy I was with one day went with Spurrier and uh, maybe Curly Hallman, but uh, it was uh, you know and they had a great time. It was usually you know they would you would sign up for it and and they would pair you off. But like I said, it wasn't but about fifty or sixty people, and then seventy and eighty and a hundred. And it grew and it grew. Mm -hmm. But as we're talking about growth, let me take you back to uh, when I was not a boy. I was already a man with a child, I guess. But they had a, um, uh, they called the Sky Riders. Sky Riders? Yeah, S-K-Y, Riders. Okay. uh, Oh, Riders. Okay, okay. Yes. And uh, so what they would do, they rented an aircraft from Southern Airways, ah. and they would spend 10 days on a trip together. 
It would go to one university a day. And the writer newspaper or affiliate or whatever he was from or deep pocket himself, he had to pay three or $400. And he would pay three or $400 for that whole 10 days, which when you think about it, it really it, it went on down to a pretty cheap doggone trip. Although they were flying in a boxcar, oh, gosh, maybe a C3 or something, I think is what that car, what that old airplane was. <laughs> but um, anyway, they, uh, uh, DC, I think it was a DC3, I believe. Yeah, that's what it was. And because uh, I had a good friend that went. Now, I didn't go on that, but uh, he, he went and he told me that the universities would roll the red carpet out. And when you got to a town, let's just say, I think I remember him saying Bear Bryant would host the riders on their, on his porch or something. And they would have, uh, they would come over to his house. And I think Coach Johnny Vaught at Ole Miss would rent a banquet hall at the Holiday Inn at Oxford. And they'd just give them a meal and beverages of their choice. Including and, alcoholic. Sir, and I said including alcoholic. Uh, most definitely. Okay. Because I think I understand that uh, the pilot would be a little woozy uh, some days. He flew him, I think, just about every year, and they got to know him pretty good. And they'd play cards and stay up late at night. But uh, he said that uh, they would, uh, you know, that way they they could interview. The coach or any coach at practice, the coaches would tune up to practice and really show them a good bit. I believe if you've ever heard the story of uh, how Archie Manning got his name, Archie who from Steve Kiner of Tennessee, that uh, when the uh, Sky Riders went to Knoxville and they were at UT, mm-hmm. uh, some reporter asked Kiner, he says, I understand they're picking Ole Miss this year to win the Southeastern Conference Championship. And he says, what do you think about uh, that team down there and, and Archie and Archie Manning or Archie? And he said, Archie who? And, uh, and he said, that quarterback that threw four interceptions against us last year. And this we beat been, 31 to nothing in Knoxville. This would have been the 68 season? Oh, yeah, when Archie was a sophomore. Okay. And uh, he said, that that he says, I think they've got a bunch of mules down there. <laughs> well, Coach Vaughn took advantage of that, and he rented some old farm out at Tacopola's mule. <laughs> Where are you and, from? Uh, yes, sir. And uh, I'm sure we could have gave it to him. But he put a sticker on the back of it, and it said Ole Miss number one, Archie who, Bannon number one. And uh, then he'd fly over and drop leaflets. Tennessee, I had I had big arguments that year with people that uh, were big Tennessee fans. And they said that's the greatest team in Tennessee history. Well, Ole Miss beat them 38 to nothing in Jackson that year. Hmm. And it was, Archie put on a show. I mean, it was. Even back then, you could fumble forward and recovered it, and they tackled him at the two-yard line. He fumbled in the end zone and recovered it. Anyway, back to um, back to the Skyriders, and then we'll 
uh, going through evolution to where we are today. But uh, they went from place to place and, and university. There's only 10 universities in. I don't know how they could even spread that much time out today to get, get it all done. But they went from university to university and got the uh, red carpet treatment, and it went real good. And then the middle of the 80s, I think it started in the 60s maybe. I know it was in the 60s if uh, that Archie Manning thing happened then. But anyway, in the 80s, they couldn't get enough uh, riders together and uh, for because the Summer Olympics were going on uh, in Los Angeles. And so what they did, they just had to discontinue it at the last minute. And then so it kind of, they, they figured then that uh, they was going to have to go a different route. And I think they had something similar to this in the old Southwest Conference in Texas, mm-hmm. the media days. And so they started media days there at uh, downtown Birmingham at the, uh, what, what, what we would have they would speak there. You'd pick up your media guides, and then you would walk across the street to the SEC office. And then that's where you would mingle. The coaches would be in there. And they would have hors d'oeuvres and things like that, you know, set around. And then they would come in with a catered supper, uh, dinner, excuse me. And they would come in with that Taco Polo Talk supper. And, and uh, <laughs> they would come in They would come in with a catered uh dinner it would really be nice and uh so it just kept evolving and and it got to where you know this this room that we ate in at the sec office you know it wasn't much bigger than most any lobby in any decent sized hotel and it just grew to the point that you had elbow room and then you didn't have any room and so it just started changing and, and obviously now we have 14 teams and uh but the greatest thing i remember about it all was listening to the coaches they didn't they got it they got where they wouldn't uh, put out it's kind of like political mm-hmm. uh situation with uh the government they got where they would just give you enough information to make you want more and not really know he, he said anything but th- back in those days they had how you take? I ain't even mentioned people like Gene Stallings in uh, at Alabama and uh, uh, who Pat Dye was at uh, Auburn and then uh, uh, Spurrier came about ninety, I guess, to Florida. Now, Spurrier was uh, he was uh, he could, he could he could two time talk you to death, and when he come down, you didn't know what he said, but he had said a lot. <laughs> and uh, then you had. Um, uh, Jim Dunham, I think, was a Georgia. I remember him being a pretty good talker. And yeah, Gene Stall, I mentioned him, I believe. And of course, who could say now? You got Nick Saban. What do you, how do you top stuff like what they have today? Right. Tommy Tuberville, you know? Right. And a little sidebar on Tuberville, if you got a second. Yes, sir. We're talking with Jerry Short, short stories here. Go ahead. Um, you know, obviously, uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a uh, legitimate sports uh, journalist, but I did it for a weekly newspaper for 20 years or so, and uh, or longer. And uh, I um, I would write a story every uh, 
for every Monday's paper. It has blossomed and evolved now into something that, unless you are a diehard sports fanatic, you don't really need to go because you really don't get a chance to hardly see anything. You're in the back of the room, if you can even get in the room, and you can hear a few words, and you can pick up your media guides and carry them if you can, if you are strong enough to carry them all, and go to your car and go home. But uh, other than that, that pretty much takes care of uh, my feelings with uh, and, and life history with uh, Media Day. Although I've been to. 15, 20, and 30, I doubt I'll ever see another one. Yeah. They're well, good to those who like them. My memories through the years were back in 2004. I don't know if you were that one when LSU coach Nick Saban, just off his yeah. national championship, showed up at the media days with his big fancy dog. Do you remember that? Yep. Uh, yep, 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 yep. And the dog yep, went yep. around with him during, uh -huh. during his media Went session. around with him and his bodyguard. That's right. And mm -hmm. another guy – didn't come to media days around that same time period. Philip Fulmer, when he was still at Tennessee, remember he was That's in some right. kind he of didn't come. lawsuit he type deal, and he had to mm -hmm. phone it in from Knoxville, and that was That's a right. very dramatic moment. Uh, I forgot about that. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he didn't come. No, he you didn't. Know, he said he if he, he came to Alabama, he might get served, maybe even yeah, arrested. He, he was worried. Well, he could go to Atlanta, but. Uh, <clears throat> You know, Philip Fulmer was a really good coach. He just, uh, just, just kind of mm, got pushed aside, I guess. But now he's back. Tennessee. He's the athletic director for the Vols now. So yeah, he might can. If they got so far behind, it's going to be hard to build them back. I know he'll be you, shaking hands. In, hmm, sir. I said I know he'll be shaking hands and recalling oh, yeah. good memories when the Vols have their chance at the mic on Wednesday afternoon. We'll go to a break here on the Y'all Show. When we come back, we just heard about Nick Saban bringing his dog to SEC Media Days. we got to talk to Jerry about the dog that he loves. Loves the dog so much that at one time, he was paying more money for that dog each day to be in a nice, comfortable setting than himself. What? <laughs> we'll find out about this when we come back. You're listening to the Y'all Show with John Rawl as short stories will be right back. Most people just hear an engine. We hear a 6.2-liter Hemi V8 with a supercharger that accelerates so fast, it'll suck the air out of your lungs and knock you back in your seat like you're an astronaut in a rocket ship hurtling through the stratosphere. But then again, we're not most people. We're the Brotherhood of Muscle. Dodge. Domestic. Not domesticated. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. Geico presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. An overflowing toilet can wreak havoc on your home. So today, I'll show you how to avoid a flood by installing the toilet in your bathtub. All you need is a plumber's wrench and a hose clamp. This easy modification not only stops flooding, it also cuts down on morning prep time. You could try to protect your home with a tub toilet, or you could get covered for personal property damage through the Geico Insurance Agency. Call Geico and see how affordable homeowners insurance can be.
back on the Y'all Show with General John Rawl. And we talk about the South in a big way each and every day. If you want to be a part of the program, in addition to listening to us, we want you to participate. We want to be a, have you part of our family and let us know what's on your mind. 803-816-1170 is the way you can do that. 803-816-1170 at Y'all Show on Twitter. And on the Y'all Show each week, we have short stories with the teller of tales. And they better not be the teller of tall tales. They better be the real tales from Takapola Way, Jerry Short and Short Stories. And Jerry, thank you for your great input on the SEC in the previous segment. We've got President Trump and President Putin together in Helsinki. I don't know if you know much about Helsinki, but do you know how to <laughs> finish Oh, I thought you was going to ask me. I know how to spell it, and I was going to have to decline. No, I'm being stupid. I'm <laughs> saying, uh, you know, fin- Finland, Finnish. Do you yeah. know anything yeah, about how to finish? Oh, yeah, I understand the, uh, the uh, uh, land of the uh, northern lights. I understand. I think I want to go over there. Sounds, really? Sounds like a good place to go visit. Well, it looks pretty on television, and, and this is the time of year to do that. That whole area with the Nordic countries seems like a – a really neat place. Not as cool as the South, but still they have their their own heritage yeah. and, and traditions and, and all that. And they they it's kind of like Sweden, you know, they're neutral and they don't have to fight everybody in the world. So uh, well, Finland's not so, Finland in World War II actually started out fighting against the Germans, and then they joined the Germans and fought against Russia. Yeah, I know, and it's amazing that Russia, after losing twenty million people are as friendly with them now as they are, but uh, they're border, they're border countries, so Well, as, I guess. as a result of what they did in World War II, Finland lost a large bit of their land, and Russia took it over mostly around what's called St. Petersburg now. Okay, enough about world history. We're not trying to... No, that's it. good, because <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to take you to a part of the world that's uh, <clears throat> not near as nice as Helsinki. Okay. And uh, it's where I discovered and found... Uh, the love of my life and a dog, uh, besides my wife, of course. And um, who, who is not a dog? Who who is definitely not a dog? That's right. And uh, she's a she's a supermodel, supermodel. But go That's ahead. Right. We, but we, we but, but I know you like to talk about your dog, so go ahead. Okay, okay. I'm kind of like Coach Brewer about about the dog situation. I've always had a dog. I've always loved a dog. And so dogs kind of come to me automatically. So and you love women. You love women too. But man, there are things dogs can do that a woman <laughs> can't, and vice versa. If you're a female, I know there's things a, an animal can do that no other man can probably do. Mostly the comfort and compassion. I mean, a dog's not going to let you down. A human being no. will let you down. You know that old saying: "A dog is your best friend" is definitely true. Okay. And uh, I don't know where that where that would ever go wrong, because this dog that I'm getting ready to tell you about, I found in the Guadalupe Swamp, around Carrero, Texas. Which is where? And uh, which is south of Gonzales, Texas, which is uh, north of Victoria, north uh, west of Victoria, okay. Texas. And um, so um, anyway. Um, I was running security down in that swamp. We, we had our area was set up on a wellhead, and it, it it had a big pump, and it was pumping. And we I would be the only one that would come in there at night 
to secure that area and then secure the line. So this is a part-time job that I would I take every now and then. And um, they'd call me to take that one, and I didn't have a clue where that was right out of uh, uh, Gonzales, uh, Texas. Did a little research on it, and I saw Elvis had put a, a concert or two on there back in the 50s. So I figured, heck, it's bound to be a good place. So I went on. And uh, so I'm down, I'm down there, and at night, when all the, all the trucks from the uh, pipelines come in and park, we had a lot of south of the border people that worked for us. Uh-huh. And they would take burritos all in these trucks. But I got to noticing this dog would come to a pasture fence way off from me and just lay down and look. So I started easing and throwing those burritos up the hill, <laughs> and the dog kept coming a little closer and a little closer. <clears throat> Before it was all over with and said and done, <clears throat> I had that dog climbing on the hood and on the cab of those vehicles as I'd check them out at night, and I'd be feeding him burritos. And I'm sure you know he had lived off of the land, and so, one day, oh, and this, you know, I, Jerry, I got to thinking. Jerry, are we talking about a poodle? What kind of dog are we talking we're about? We're talking about what you, I asked people, and a lot of people think that it might have been a, a Border Patrol dog that got away when they were training when it was small. Okay. Because it was so doggone smart. It's about uh, a little bit shorter than a collie. Okay. So, uh, anyway. But German, uh, German Shepherd characteristics? No, more collie type. Okay. okay. And, and we can't put a handle on it, and I've had vets and everybody else, you know, try to come up with what it is. It must be a cross between a couple, but we can't uh, we can't ID it completely. So anyway, um, that dog, we, he would walk with me when I would check things out, and when I would get in the uh, the pickup to drive the lines or down the roads or wherever I'd go, he would, uh, I'd drop the tailgate and he would jump up in the, up in the back of the truck. And, you know, our dog likes to put that tongue out and let that good hot, you know, that cold air on a hot day blow on that face. And, and he'd, I'd look in my rearview mirror all the way. Heck, I'd take pictures of him in my rearview mirror. True love. I would get, True love. I would That's get so great. proud of that dog. <laughs> but we, one day we come in and it was about, he would leave immediately. He would know that I was done at six in the morning and he would know that I would come at six in the afternoon and he would know it's seven days a week. And that dog, he, he got where he would leave at five 30. I'd look around and he'd be gone. So he wanted to take me to his house and I'm calling it a house because that's almost what we found. And I've got photos to back it all up. But uh, he got under a fence that I couldn't get under. He crawled under it. <clears throat> I went over it. We went down through a rocky area, went down into the woods, went down to the Guadalupe Swamp. Just you and this dog? Just me and the dog. We got to the swamp. He swam water, waded water, and swam water up in a slough. And then it was a big oak tree that the wind had blown down 
and it had, it had uh, landed between a fork. So it was kind of launched there, and it went to the ground. And it was on about a 45-degree angle. That dog had built him a house up in that where the tree was in between the forks. And it had taken, uh, like a squirrel's den, had taken leaves and built a home. And that dog walked up that uh, up that uh, tree and showed me his house. And uh, I patted him on the head, and I said, uh, you're not going to have to live like this anymore. Because obviously <laughs> he was scared when I wasn't around uh-huh. because that's where that famous uh, whatever dog they call that, it's like a bondable snowman dog, <laughs> supposed to be from that area. And so uh, you could hear them at night. It sounded like something like that. So <clears throat> I carried that dog to a veterinarian in Luling, Texas. And uh, she was first class. Texas A&M serviced it. And uh, it was $20 a day. And I put that dog up in that, in at her place for $20 a day. They put a chip in it where I could always know where the dog was. And I was staying, if you've ever heard of, uh, of Weimar, Texas. W-E-I-M-A-R, Texas. W-E-I-M-A-R, Texas, Weimar. I guess that's Abraham's. <clears throat> I was staying there in kind of like these old Alamo Plaza motels, the cheapest thing I could find. And my, mine was uh, 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 $20 a day. And I'm sorry, a while ago I think I said that I put my dog up for 20. She gave me a cut rate of 18. And then later she cut it to 10 because they liked him so much. And he had to stay there about three months. When I picked him up coming home for Christmas, they had Christmas presents wrapped for that dog. She had a Christmas card for me and told me, do not open this till you get halfway home. And when I opened it, it, I'm still blushing from what a great person I am for rescuing that dog and how much they love that dog. They thought that dog might be human. They'd never been around such a dog. Wow. But I gave that dog to my uh, daughter and her her children. And uh, her little girl at the time was about two years old. And the dog would uh, let them, the kids lay on the stomach. And, and that's been six, seven years. And when I come up in my daughter's house now, that dog recognizes me from five blocks away and comes running to me. So, you know, it's, it's, it's your man's best friend and don't ever lose one. If you find one like that, you know, they say you can get the best dogs at, uh, dog pounds where people have picked up dogs and they're going to euthanize them. And that's not good. And, uh, so, uh, save a dog. And because this, this dog never, found you. This dog found me, and we found each other. And guess what kind of name I put on this dog? Uh, Guadalupe. Well, there was – you ever heard of John Wesley Harding, the outlaw? Yes. All right. Our line went by his house from where he lived then. Mm-hmm. And they had a historical markup. And so I started with Wesley and – Harding, and, but I ended up with Texas, 
And then I said, no, let me shorten it. So I named him Tex. Ah, so, so Tex is still I, with us, right? Tex is with us. And gosh, my daughter and him spent over $1,000 at the vet not long ago. He got sick and they didn't think he was going to make it. And the whole family almost just went to pieces. Mm. So you never know where you might find the prize of your life in a dog. So yeah, uh, that's uh, not a not a funny story. Uh, but, a story. but a real story. Yeah, and that's what we yeah. like with our short stories is is the memories and the pride that we all feel in the South. And part of that is just hearing what we fellow Southerners have. I've had dogs that I've loved in the past, and I don't have one now, but maybe in the future when the time's right, I'll get another one. And they'll. that's why they have service dogs out there, comfort dogs for people returning from war and people that have gone through tragedies, dogs make a difference i've started to You're like right. i've started to like cats too if, if cats have a purpose but dogs really have a purpose jerry short thank you very much for short stories this week sir you're so welcome and looking forward to see if we can top that next week okay? <laughs> all right can't beat but can't beat uh talking about football and dogs with jerry short well that concludes this day of y'all the show all about the south and as again, we're going to keep doing until it ends later in the week. We'll have a focus on SEC Media Days on the Tuesday edition of Y'all. Plus, we'll have the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue back on with us. And speaking of where Jerry was just talking about in coastal Texas, south of Houston, in just a few days, they're going to have the Great Texas Mosquito Festival in Clute, Texas. And later this week, we're going to have a representative from that rather crazy festival come on and tell us all about it it will be our dixie destination a festival about skeeters are you kidding me only in the south we'll see you tomorrow thanks for listening to y'all with john Rawl. Geico presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. Lightning can spark a fire in seconds. So today, I'll show you how to protect your belongings by covering them in a fireproof blanket fort. All you need is a hammer, nails, and 700 fireproof blankets. Upon completion, you'll notice your apartment isn't just fireproof, it's also extremely cozy. You could try to protect your valuables with a fireproof blanket fort, or you could get covered for personal property damage through the Geico Insurance Agency. Go to geico.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. There's never been a better time to try our Sprint network. We have to find a way to tell everyone. Atlas is here to help. Because now we have our new Unlimited Plus plan. It has Hulu and all the TV and movies you love. Title Premium Music Streaming, 15 gigabytes mobile hotspot, and full HD. All on the network built for Unlimited at the best price. Exactly. We need to shout this deal from the rooftops. You got it. 
Yes, I didn't mean literally. Sprint's new Unlimited Plus plan. Best deal ever. Switch to Sprint's Unlimited Plus plan for just $42 per line. But hurry, for a limited time, it's now $22 per line when you bring or buy your own phones. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com slash unlimited, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Price with $5 per month auto pay discount. One Hulu limited commercials plan for Sprint account. Features differ. Offer coverage not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Requires new lines subject to credit and $30 activation fee speed. Maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply.